0: Podcast Revolution Network presents
1: The Way
2: with the Noah afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Way with Fanoa. Today, I am having a second conversation with one of the organizers of the sister marches. Um, as many of you know, the Women's March on Washington will be happening the day after Inauguration Day. And there are several, well, not several, there are, there are hundreds of marches happening all across the country and even internationally um, in solidarity. And so I was lucky enough to be connected with, with, with a couple of women who are organizing the marches and I will let my guest introduce herself, and we will continue on. Hello, how are you?
1: Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm doing well and uh, very excited to be speaking with you today. I, my name is Giordano Cioel and I'm one of the, the organizers of the Bostons Women's March for America.
2: Wonderful. Um, how did you even get involved with, with I know like the original call went up to do a march in Washington and then we started having the sister marches. Um, start to sprout up. How did you even get involved in planning in Boston?
1: The Boston Women's March, just like all of the other sister marches, was inspired by the March on Washington. Uh, After that announcement came out, a group of women came together and put out a Facebook invite to see if there were folks interested in the greater Boston area and, and marching in our community. And I thought that was a compelling idea. I was, I myself was planning to go to DC, but I said, you know, there are a lot of people for a variety of reasons for health reasons, financial reasons, or uh, just other other life factors who may not be able to make it to DC, but we can all come together and march in our communities, our towns. And so I went to an initial meeting that was to talk about the Facebook invite and the incredible support. Um, that the, the invite the response from the community that invite has had received and it just started from there and it's incredible to see what a group of committed community members and citizens can come together volunteer their time and put together
2: awesome awesome have you um, ever had experience like doing organizing or anything like this before or is this your first kind of go-around
1: this is definitely my first go around. I mean, I was a very active student leader uh, on campus where I went to school at the University of Florida, but I, you know, and, and I, what I would say, an informed person, both politically mm-hmm. and physically, but I had never been involved in organizing a march or anything to this magnitude.
2: Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been like, when I talked with Elizabeth Meyer from New Jersey, that was the same thing. She's like, you know, I've been a stay at home mom, but basically it was the same, same sense of people. The call got put out and bringing together people in the community because, you know, with her family, they have small children and they didn't necessarily foresee being able to travel to DC for the big March and want to do something right there in their local community. So that's great to hear, you know, kind of, it's a similar feeling. Um, how has the response, do you feel locally been towards, you know, the March with people participating and engaging?
1: There has been an outpour of interest and commitment to participating in the march. We are now at over 25,000 people that have committed to, to marching in Boston, and that number is growing every day. So we expect that to continue to grow and we're gonna have a massive turnout on, on March day on January twenty first. And you know what's really amazing about this is that, you know, all of these marches are, as I said, being organized by volunteer teams across the country. And mm-hmm. the agenda and and the 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 reasons all of these people are coming together is to stand in solidarity with communities most affected by hate and tolerance and acts of violence that are being per- perpetrated across the country. So mm-hmm. it's incredible to see people come together around the core values of democracy and freedom for all Americans and, and all that live here.
2: Right, right, right. So, and, and you know, in the early stages of like the D.C. march, there was some pushback in terms of um, concerns about inclusivity and diversity and stuff. How has that experience been for you all in planning and engaging in Boston? Um, which is a very diverse, you know, city and community as well already.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, one thing I will say is that, you know, the race relations and creating a unified country is going to continue to be a challenge for our country. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, And that is something from conversations I've had and not just in Boston but with other local March organizers around the country. It's something that's top of mind uh, for everyone. And and obviously, you know, this is, as I said, this is a very organic uh movement that started six weeks ago now. So there have been, you know, right. some mistakes made, but I think March organizers are, are doing their very best to correct those, those mistakes in this happen and ensure that conversations uh, about inclusivity and diversity are happening. That said, you know, there are in Boston and what I've seen from across the the country and now globally, too, there are 32 countries that are organizing these marches That's in their nice, cities. Very um, nice. And You know, yeah. So inclusivity and unity is a core tenant of, of the march. And in mm-hmm. Boston, we have volunteers of different backgrounds, different faith backgrounds, different ethnicities, right. different races that have come together to do this. And we also have over a 100 community organizations representing our diverse city that have partnered with this march. So this is definitely about this is a women led march, but it is for everyone and inclusivity is at the core of what we're trying to do.
2: Right, right, right. So, in thinking about you know the march, kind of what are you guys? Is your march? Are you guys having the march? And the, is there going to be speaking like afterwards? Is there going to be speaking like before and then you march? Like, how is your day? You know, what is the plan for your march and and how it's set up.
1: That's a great question. So our, our march will, will start at, you know, in the city of Boston, um, in an area called Boston Common, okay. and uh, we, we do have some programming featuring uh, local leaders, artists, uh, as well as uh, or you know, community leaders that, are, um, that represent the various aspects of our mission. Elizabeth, Senator Elizabeth Warren will be one of our speakers, including oh, okay. our, our mayor. Yes, yes, uh, and we also have students who are participating in some of the programming. Uh, and then following the kickoff, we will then uh, have a, a mile-and-a-half walk down to Commonwealth Avenue, and that, that will wrap up the march.
2: Okay. OK, and, and and just thinking about, you know, this march, like for you, for you, for the group that's organizing, is this just like, OK, we do the march and we've done the march? Or is there or is there at least the sense that hopefully this will lead to to greater activity in, in, in community um, building and, and engagement?
1: Mm-hmm. That another great question. Uh, absolutely. We see this. I mean, and and across the country you know as i said it's it's local groups that have come together to organize mm-hmm. these marches and some mm-hmm. some of those those groups have actually formed five, you know nonprofit organizations, whether that be a five hundred one c three, five c four. So they are already putting the infrastructure to continue with the work mm-hmm. after January twenty first. Um, you know, but this varies from place to place. In Boston specifically, we we don't have an organization uh, as of now, but you know we believe you know there are three things that we think are really critical coming out of it. number one, just the number of people diverse. People representing different communities that have come together to put on the march itself. That has been, it's created opportunities for people who have never done anything like this, including mm-hmm. myself, or people who've never interacted before to come together and do something to this magnitude. So, that in itself, that coalition that has been formed and in, in organizing these marches, we think is incredibly powerful and sets the stage for continued activism mm-hmm. and engagement. And secondly, Participating in a march itself is is incredibly empowering for people, especially for people that have been politically disconnected or disenfranchised. This this is a platform for all of us to come together and stand up for the same values that we believe in, and that has an empowering effect at you know on on an individual that you see yourself being part of a community, being part of um you know a movement that's emerging, and as a result of that we believe that more and more people will be inspired to continue to be engaged community members and and citizens and and the last thing i will say is that you know this has been an organically developed march and you know the the specific agenda action steps that will come from it will be co-created with the community members and it will you know will depend from city to city and what is what the community right. wants to do uh, for its city and and for uh, for those that live within that vicinity. So, but the, the platform has been created and I think um, it definitely sets the stage for greater activism in the future.
2: Okay, very cool, very cool. So for you personally, as someone who is, even though you've been politically aware and alert, someone new to, 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 to organize and organize like how has this experience <laughs> been for you, right? I'm sure it's been like, a whirlwind of activity and stuff. Yes. Happening. So how has this been for you? Um, just, just, you know, jumping right in and, and getting out there.
1: It's been, it's been incredibly rewarding. Mm-hmm. I am just so inspired by the people that I work with, both in Boston and all of the marches, you know, over like close to three hundred marches that are now happening across the world. It's just been really exciting and energizing to be a part of and to contribute my small part <laughs> to mm-hmm. making it happen in Boston. Um, you know, I became I'm originally from Ethiopia, I became a citizen this past fall. So this was the first election. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow
1: That's
2: <laughs> awesome. Well congrats <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank so you became a citizen yeah. in time to vote a- in this election. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's part of the and you know, the motivating factor for me, right? This is the first election that I got to vote in and I, I don't want to wait till the next election cycle to, right. to start getting active again. It's, uh, I think it's very important to do something right now and um, and 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 you know be active in the areas that you care about for the values and the issues you care about. So the march is is just a, has been a, an incredible blessing to me, and uh, I'm so excited that so many people are going to be joining us, and and that this is happening in in so many communities in Washington D.C., but also in Boston and around the world.
2: Oh wow, that's. That's awesome. There really are amazing people behind these march stories, um, so I absolutely like. That's just that's just like wow. And there's so many, you know. And I don't begrudge people who who have you know lost faith in the system and the process, but it's so refreshing to talk to someone like you who is like, yes, I just became a citizen and I just voted and things went. So far, not the way we thought it was going to be, but you know what? I'm getting back out there, um, because we can change and turn this around. And, and I, Absolutely. I I mean, that's the one thing I get from everything when I talk to different people is that we can, we can turn this around is it's the hope. And, and I hope we, I hope we can continue to build on that. Um, and, and, and really start to see, I know it's going to be difficult at the federal level, but whether we're seeing, you know, incremental change, you know, we're pushing for stuff at the state level simultaneously, um, You know, these marches do seem like a really good launch point for increased activism um, on a broader scale than we've seen in in quite some time. Um, So just 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 any thoughts or or as you just think about this entire experience or even looking forward um, that you would want to share.
1: Uh, What I will share is that we, you know, uh, these marches, as I said, are are a platform to stand in solidarity with communities that have been affected by violence and tolerance and and hate. And I would encourage everyone to, to be out there on January 21st. Get your voices heard. There are lots of this march, as I said, is women led, but it's for everyone. So we will have men, we will have students, we will have youth, we will have so many diverse people out there. So I want people to to know that. There will be somebody like you at the march. So if you haven't already signed up, uh, you know, go go online, go on Facebook, uh, Google your city, and you will be able to find out where a march is happening near you. And I would encourage you to sign up and bring your friends.
2: Awesome, you rock! Thank you so much for taking taking the time to to chat about this um, today. Because I, I mean, this this sounds. I am going to D.C. Um, to do some, some coverage, but I know, I live in Atlanta, and I do know that there, there, there's plans for a march down here, and, and just looking at the preparations, and seeing what people are doing, I think it's great to do things that are accessible, like you were pointing to earlier, to make sure that people can get involved where they are, I mean, that's what we really need to start doing, is touching people where they are, um, absolutely, instead of always concentrating, you know, in, 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 difficult places to reach to, so um thank you and and good luck. And I'll be I'll be looking on social media to see how how things turn out and go. I I, I wish you guys like much success. Twenty five thousand people in climbing is phenomenal.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And uh so excited that you'll be joining us and uh yeah, look forward to staying in touch. I think this is gonna be incredibly inspiring.
2: Yeah, definitely. I definitely would want to follow back up with you after. Um I'll give you a little bit of breathing time.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you'll
2: need to rest afterwards, <laughs> but I definitely want to follow up just to hear just more about, you know, how it turned out and what you're feeling and just, just how things are going, you know, post March. Um, Cause I think this is going to be really good. I think this is going to be really good.
1: I agree. And I would love to debrief with you and hear about your Washington experience as well.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Greetings, everyone. This is another one of the conversations I've been telling you that I'm having, um, where I'm talking to people who are participating in either the National March in Washington, the Women's March in Washington, or, you know, one of the sister marches. But I wanted to get kind of, you know, I've, I've talked to people who are organizers of the marches who some of them are new to activism. Um, I've never really been involved before, but I wanted to start, you know, getting more of my seasoned vets involved, for lack of a better term. Um, So I'm really excited to have Sister Zakiya with me today from Alliance Quality Education. Um, How are you doing? I'm
0: great. Thank you.
2: Thank you so Thanks much for joining me. On.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: I mean, with, 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 with stuff going on with, with education equity in New York, with Alliance Quality Education, I mean, there's so much, you know, if, if any of you guys who are listening, remember um, a couple months ago, like I shared information about like they did the, the big Ed walk. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on. Can you just give us just a brief, just rundown of what the issues are with the uh, with the fight for education equality equity in, in New York that you guys, as you guys see it right now.
0: Sure. I mean, the ad walk that we did um, last month and the kind of kickoff that we just had this last Tuesday where we brought 400, 500, excuse me, 500 parents, students, community members from all across the state to Albany, our state capitol, um, all are the same. They're all part of the same thing, a 10-year battle and fight uh, to get this equity uh, ruling funded, fully funded. And so 10 years ago in 2006, uh, the highest court of New York, the Court of Appeals, held up the decision and said New York State wasn't meeting its constitutional obligation to provide every child with a sound basic education. And then the governor then put in this historical amount of money, and it was absolutely because of the organizing that we had been doing previously throughout the previous years, of almost $6 billion to fund it. And for the first two years, we started funding over a billion dollars plus, and we began to see improvements in schools. And that's mm-hmm. the goal of this equity lawsuit. It was to flush the system, not dribs and drabs of money, but to really flush the system with a, a, a huge amount of money, so we begin to restore, improve, and see those improvements. And then the market crashed, and then our state legislature, our governors, have ever since have gotten amnesia, and/or are just refusing to fund this money. And right now, four point three billion dollars, with a B. Our old uh, New York New York Public Schools um, in New York, and so we've been. It has been our journey to get this fully funded. It shouldn't have taken a decade. It was only supposed to be a four year phase-in of this money, and yet ten years later, we're still fighting for it.
2: Wow, wow, that's that's huge. So tell us about just tell me just a little about the the event that was yesterday. Um, Right. So um
0: an organization called Action Item Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh they had a really great um event. Um it was chock full of um folks who've done organizing, whether it's with young people, um and the folks that came were people a lot of people who were fairly new, but because of the election with Trump and everything else wanted to do something and so mm-hmm. they kind of organized this to give folks an opportunity to connect but also to connect with some real concrete things that they can do in next steps. And so I um, offered to do a workshop on how to be a legislator. Oh, and we do it, obviously, a lot of the work that I've been doing, that's a, it's been a learned process over the last 16 years of me being an educational advocate mm-hmm. um, of understanding and learning about what that is, but also how important it is to be kind of on point. When you're doing, this. And the workshop went really well the goal for me always is to make sure that it's it's simple enough, it's concrete enough, um, and even though we did use education as the topic, like the, I was sharing with everyone there, that it could be used on any issue on any level of government, right? right? And so it's just kind of like 101 of how to lobby a legislator. And the reality is it can be used for anything if you're talking to your boss, if you're mm-hmm. talking to a principal, like anybody in this kind of hierarchy or who who believes like they're a little above others, like it's a reminder of like, there's just those basic things we need to do to make sure, one, that we hold people accountable, but two, that they know that they work for us often. And we get enamored with this fact that they're council people or congressional representatives that we forget as, as the people who put them in office that they actually um, work for us. They're public servants, right? And so- uh, it was a great opportunity to do that. And then the other thing I just want to share real quick that was connected that I was able to get 60 signers on, we have a color of change petition that 10 of our um, women of color legislators, uh, mm-hmm. about nine assembly women, and one senator from New York State signed a um, message to the governor saying, you know, demanding the $4.3 billion owed. This is historic. It has never been done before where they challenged him and connected him to kind of the Trump you can't be progressive and not right. fund schools, right? And so part of that was yesterday was that all these things are interconnected. They're never separate from each other. And that's what we always try to make sure people understand. This is a campaign. It's the long, uh, as I share all the time, it's like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Um, but again, this was something I learned over the process, you know, in this space of immediate gratif- gratification, we always expect things to happen right away. And because we do that, sometimes we get burnt out. Or it just becomes too much for us to deal with. And so I think if we understand it's a marathon, not a sprint, it makes it a little easier to understand that everything is not going to come at once
2: definitely definitely and I like what just to go back I like what you were saying about you know helping to train people on how to communicate and engage with their legislators and, or, or, and and also how it's it's definitely like related to communicating with folks in other parts of our life because you know we keep saying people need to be more engaged people need to do this people need to do that but for so many people it's like a foreign concept not because they're Absolutely. not they can't grasp it or they, they're not capable but just because it is like these systems are kept to be out of the each of the people you know on purpose so that they can't Absolutely. involve themselves in the process I mean uh-huh. just 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 even just again I've learned so much just from watching like your thread on Twitter and and looking at the different people you, you know like I said the whole you know um education crew that you run with like 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 just looking and reading more and, and learning and it's great work that's being done because because parents and community, especially when we're talking about education, but in so many different issues, we really do need people to understand the tools and mechanisms to be able to be involved and engaged in the process. Because engaging in education, even as an educated person yourself, a parent. Is difficult right like I just remember from my own experience with my own children you know I'm a lawyer but I remember looking at stuff like what is going on I don't even know a question to ask your teacher about this that's right and I can only imagine for parents that don't didn't have the same level of education what they might have experienced or how they might have felt so so that 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 you know helping people at those stages to be able to have the confidence and know the jar the the verbiage to use to engage Mm -hmm. is just so crucial um but just so and thinking about like you just also said something about, you know, people who are trying to get involved now because, you know, we have the Trump, the Trump presidency basically um, at our doorstep in the next week. I mean, I think it's great that that there are so many people who are now saying, OK, I have to be involved. I need to do something. How do you how, how do you and your work? How have you all seen being able to kind of um, leverage the work that you've already been doing? in the midst of this new, I guess, effort, right, for people to, to do something, to be involved.
0: All right. So yesterday, and it's not just yesterday, I've said this before, right, everything that makes up who Zakiya is and makes up who my children are mm-hmm. and my husband are were under attack prior to the election, right? right? And so for folks, there's this is other, you know, for our white allies and others in the white community, period, and others who have not been impacted by this, this is like, they are... Like, what's going on? I mean, some people are really, like, truly devastated by what happened. And so not saying that it's not a sense of urgency. It's just, like, I got it before, you know? So this is not new for me. Like, the reason he won was not a shock to me either, to be quite honest. I thought he was going to win a couple of months before because it just feels like, you know, when we talk about history repeating itself, that it kind of made sense that after a, a black president for eight years who dealt with what he dealt with, that there would be in the in the scheme of how history repeats itself, kind of this white supremacist, all the isms that you can imagine that could say, I'm going to grab this and all this other stuff as the opposite extreme and, and that historical kind of trajectory. So not necessarily surprised by that. But um, I think one of the ways we've been really conscious and Imagine, I just imagine often, like if we hadn't been AQE 16 years old and we were new and this happened, mm-hmm. right? We are an established organization that have been doing this work around equity for 16 years, almost seven, going on 17 years this year. And all that, how I see everything that's happened before was dress rehearsal for this moment right now, right? right? It, this is the main event. We're in this main event. And so what we've been doing is, Continuing to talk about equity, but really elevating and raising up the racial justice lens Um, and, and saying educational justice equals racial justice is racial justice. Right. And if we're really about addressing what's going on, because I do believe the fact that we haven't we've in this country we haven't dealt with had a really deep conversation about racism in this country mm-hmm. and white supremacy in this country is the reason that Donald Trump is, a, is able and continues to be able to kind of manipulate what's going on. And so we are very intense, more intentional. I think we made the decision even before the election to really be much stronger and intentional with our language to call folks out. We can't prove it's not my it's not my role to prove that the governor is racist, but we can prove that the impact that the policies are. We see the children being impacted. I think as a whole, that's what we need to be doing, raising that up, because the numbers don't lie. Right. The children and the stories of the parents and and educators and others who are impacted by these really horrible policies don't lie. And so the more we can raise that up, I think helps to shed a light on it. And maybe we'll begin to, like, force folks to have this conversation about racism um, for change, finally, you know, so that we can shift the dynamic of what just happened in this country um, and really move on a tra- trajectory that my grandkids are going to be okay in, you know,
2: right.
0: 18 years.
2: Right, right, right. Um, just, just, just again, like when you said, you know, not necessarily proving that the governor, whether he is or isn't racist, but looking at the policies and the systemic racism and entrenched problems, Um Like, yeah, I just, I mean, New York state long going back my, my partner's from Buffalo. I mean, so, so it's, Mm -hmm. it's, the issues run so deep in so many parts, you know, um, of the state you know, in the city, outside the city, et cetera. But, but I think, you know, also when you were saying like elevating, you know, the work to elevate the lens of racial justice and how these issues were present long before, you know, we, we now have a Trump, but I mean, this is the world we're living in. So I I just, Mm -hmm. I just love when people put it in that perspective like that, because there's so many people who are saying, well, and Trump's America is going to be like, this It's like, hello, this is America.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Things happen Absolutely. in America, period, regardless of who we just, we're, 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 saying goodbye to our first black family. Right. And we still had issues as black parents with, Absolutely. you know, so it's, That's it's, right. it's, That's you know, right. so, so, yeah. So, but so, and thinking about, so, so in thinking about now, so now we've had, you know, the election and stuff, we're having these marches and protests and things like that. What is bringing you to, to, to DC to participate in the women's march?
0: I mean, how could I not? Right. <laughs> it's, like this, it's this moment of look. Two years ago, I, I keep saying I'm going to like write this down or record it. For some reason, I have been foreseeing things and in my own head, and I've said it to like my kids once in a while for the last five years. Like I think it was when, a lot around when President Obama got elected, and I knew two year, two years ago. I said to somebody, "I'm saying, I'm telling you, the the rise of women is." Mm-hmm. I felt it in my bones right and so to have this women's march it was just like yes exclamation point this is what i'm talking about and so all those things i talked about around the equity and funding uh yeah i mean the list that goes down the line and the things that plague our community the systems that work really well to keep us down and keep people poor down and that allow you know the, the dakota access pipeline to happen mm-hmm. and what happened to the to the native americans there and the, like the list goes on, right? Criminal right. justice, what's happening, all that stuff, right? We know what was happening. And those things, we let men rule and work to improve for hundreds of years. And guess what? It, it has not worked. And right. so I really believe that it's this moment over a few years, not just this year. But that decade, a shift and a turn, not just in the United States, but across this country, across the world, that women, young, old, you know, middle class, all over poor, like it's time for us to make that move. I just really believe in it. And so the Women's March was just like, for me, a, like a really perfect kind of full circle of storms. I think also, you know, with the Trump grabbing people wherever he says he can Mm -hmm. grab them. Like there is this moment, like the women that actually voted for him and who are having second thoughts now, or the people who didn't vote at all, like the women who didn't vote at all, like all this stuff is coming to a head. And I just think it's just a really fabulous moment. And at the same time, like the three women, three of the four women that start, well, orga, are organizing it, you know, I'm really engaged with Justice League NYC, and right. I help support and volunteer them on, using, on social media on the, and, and a social media committee and support that. But I've been in conversation with them, many of them I knew even before Justice League, but it, has, it was like in passing. It was just like, it was like the beginning of a relationship that I didn't know was going to be. And yes. so... So, so, so I know them. I know their heart. I know where they come from. I know how a lot of them, how they started. And so to know all those things and, and connect those dots like that, it just it just made so much sense. And I'm so excited about participating and going. Um, Yeah, so some folks from AQE, like we're going to put something out this week, the women of AQE that are traveling uh, to to uh, Washington, D.C. for the Women's March. So we're like really excited about this. I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's going to be, it is the right time uh, in this moment of history to do something like this. And I think it's going to be fantastic.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like seeing when Linda Sarsour and the other sisters mm-hmm. came on board, like that really changed my mm-hmm. whole like approach and thought I had to pause like, OK. And then more I started talking to people and talking, like I said, some of the women with Doing some of the system marches. I mean, there have been some issues with different people trying to, but mm-hmm. that's what we've seen in local communities with people trying to, to, to progressive trying to, you know, come together across issues. You know, do we talk mm-hmm. about race or do we not deal with that right now? Right. And I feel right. like the the National Women's March, got forced to to address these issues head on in the very beginning mm-hmm. planning stages. And yep. now with the platform that just came out, we're really mm-hmm. seeing something robust. And I, 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 would, I hope my hope is that you know when women lead you know we we're, we're often very successful in our endeavors and i really hope that we when you talk about the rise of women i absolutely agree and that we continue to to drive and force these difficult conversations but not just the conversation but actual action to follow through absolutely um so i i'm really excited to get to be there to to to, to cover and hopefully talk to people on the ground you know to to share more stories and stuff but it 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 is it is so it is so great that, that there are women like yourself and, and others who are willing to say, This is good, I'm going to do this, but this is how we're going to do it and this is how we're going to drive this narrative. Because Definitely. we can't we can't just put this on a back burner um for another yeah. time. I mean, I have
0: seven daughters and two granddaughters, but more equally as important as I have a son and a grandson, right? And they uh-huh. need to understand they already do because, you know, my, my son, he's the youngest, he has seven older sisters. So how could he not understand respect? Like understand women, right? But how do how does he see outside of even his home the power of of women, right? Um, who are all very strong, etc. But um, the other thing is the tagline, like for me, is just of the women's march. It's just fun. It's like so beautiful, right? The rise of women is equal to the rise of the nation. That is like, so powerful to me. And it's something I want my daughters to say over and over again. I want my granddaughters to say over and over again. And then I just keep saying over and over again. What I need us women to do, though, is to hold each other up. We say that all the time as if it's cliche. It is not cliche. This is the moment that if we got issues, let's not take it to social media. Talk to one another. Right? If, if we, you know, we got women, white women, like, oh, you know, or men. The men want to change the name of the march. Can't you change it to the People's March? No, we want to keep it as a Women's March. Or... Why do we got to be talking about the platform is, you know, not for them. There's white women that's saying, like, I was going to go, but now that I see what the platform is, why do we have to I've talk seen about it?
2: Yeah, I've seen
0: that. Too. Yes, we need to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so glad folks are not backing down. Mm-hmm. This is our moment. We got to hold each other up. And, and if we're not, then we have to. Let those folks go until they're ready to join in because we can't keep letting people hold us down. And every time we talk about each other or disparage each other or and it's for the silliest, dumbest things, like it just takes us down a notch and it picks us off one by one. It's a moment to be united. You can. There's a the way to have debate, rich conversation, um, disagree without being disrespectful absolutely and that's i think we need to figure out how we do that better a better job of doing it
2: absolutely and so many people write stuff up well that's for respectability politics no it's just basic decency common decency absolutely respect. that's how i was raised mm-hmm. i was raised to respect mm-hmm. people unless i'm given a reason that i got unless i gotta come at you you know but that it takes a right lot eye, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right 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 unless i gotta come at you crazy right right but it's just basic decency and respect. I don't have to agree. I don't have to like somebody, but all the name calling mm-hmm. and the vitriol, mm-hmm. it, it dilutes whatever valid point and message that, you know, people actually have. And it's unnecessary. I'll it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like, when you mentioned the social media stuff, it's extremely stressful. And a lot of people are like, well, why don't you just, it's one of the major ways that a lot of people are communicating and engaging right now. Yes. But it's so toxic still, right? Like, but, yes. but it was toxic even before this election cycle. It just may Absolute. not have... Well- Right. Mm-hmm. It, made, it, it was. It, right. I mean, it, it, it just like this election cycle though became so hyper-polarizing and it mm-hmm. really took it to a whole new level, I think, uh, for a lot of people and, and you get swept up and stuff too, Like, but, you, but it is a conscious effort to be respectful. It's not about, you know, respectability politics. That's a whole nother level, but just basic mm-hmm. human, you know, conversation and respect. Like how can we expect to work together and get anything done if we can't even just have that basic, basic level of respect what we and our young kids. people are
0: watching us they're yes, watching us like exactly. that you know they're excited about something like this and then when you see all that stuff it becomes yo, they petty like what you know like what is this they're talking about like i thought this was about unity we can't talk out two sides of our face like the kids watch they see it and then we're gonna go say to them they can't be doing it they're like would you do it you know it's not this is not the moment to be do as i say not as i do um uh, you know so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, i just say this also a few days after the election, uh, I made a commitment to myself and I made a commitment just because I felt like I needed to want to hold me accountable, but also to share publicly. So to encourage others to make a commitment, it doesn't have to be this deep. It could be, you know, whatever it is, however mm-hmm. small it is, but there is this moment to be different. To challenge yourself and hold yourself accountable. So I just wanted to share that my commitment is to be bold and courageous in the face of fear, um, for the for the freedom and liberation of my family and my people. And yes,
2: that's beautiful.
0: And that is my commitment to as I move forward in this space and this energy and this moment. And we just need folks to commit to whatever it is. Again, doesn't have to be that deep. Um, but we're in a moment in time that we need to like kind of. Put our hand on something, up to somebody, whatever it is, over our heart, whatever it is, and make that commitment because it's going to take all of us to shift what's happening right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree, and I just even think you know talk back to the lessons we teach our children. I mean, we teach our children to engage and behave and exist in the world. At least I I I, I get the sense that we treat teach our children similarly. Um, I don't know about so many people out here what they're doing, what they're passing now, but 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 I look at my own my own and 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 from watching because I remember seeing that your son was doing the Ed Walk with you, and I was like, mm-hmm. sister after my own heart because you know I don't have mine. He's actually mad that I won't let him come to DC with me. I said you know. <laughs> I said, let mom I said we'll make another trip I'm saying I said baby there's gonna be plenty of rallies and marches and stuff you will definitely get All to right. come to one but, right. but you know I think also with kids today like so much of what is going on whether it's from parents engaging them directly or they're involved in social media themselves so much of what's happening even though they can't vote and actively participate directly in the process is still affecting and touching their lives like especially with the vitriol we've seen in this campaign from the Trump mm-hmm. camp and supporters and stuff you know my son goes school with kids who are Latino who are Palestinian who are you know all over he has this big Uh rainbow coalition of friends and he's upset He's like, I'm not really worried about us. Like, cause you know, life was right. what it is for black people in America, mom. But like, I'm worried about my friends. Cause like, he runs around talking about how he's gonna deport people who are Mexican. And I got Mexican friends and my friend who's Palestinian. And they call people like him terrorists. And like, mm-hmm. mom, I'm worried about these things. And it's like, right. as a parent, when, when people are always like, well, what do I tell my kids? I tell my kids the same thing I've been telling them before this happened. but But we do have this conversation and their desire to be more involved is definitely heightened by what is happening but i but i absolutely agree with what you were saying about um the way we engage i mean and we we do need to challenge people to be you know better than what they have been but all we can do is be be us at the end of the day and be Mm -hmm. courageous and be bold i think that's 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 powerful absolutely that is so powerful so Traveling in D.C. next week, any 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 final thoughts, call to action, suggestions for involvement that you can think of for anyone listening?
0: I I would just say, you know, when you're there, meet somebody new, meet a bunch of people new, make a connection. Let's blow this Women's March up on social media. Take those selfies. It's a great time to take a selfie using the hashtag Women's March. Um, Encourage, you know, find somebody who's doing something different than what you're doing. And support their cause, right? It, it could be as it could be as little as fi- finding them on social media and following them, and then pushing out their agenda. It could be, you know, getting involved. It could be giving some money, right? So there's all different ways and levels for us to engage. Even if you're not going to be there, you can engage on social media. You just need to, you know, just 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 continue and let's not let this not be the thing that stops you. Like, don't just go to the march and that be it. Right. Go to the march and come back with the thing you're going to do the next day right and the next day after that um and please you know follow us AQE we're on twitter we're on you know facebook um follow me on twitter and facebook and hopefully you know i can send you the link to the petition we would love to get some more folks post- yes, sign on the petition
2: definitely and i'll also put it in the in the in the text of uh, i'll put it in the post for 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 this and i'll, I'll start sharing it on um that's great on on pages and stuff yeah definitely and and and, and we're going to keep like like you know a lot of people are, are, are woke now and we're so we're going to keep talking more about whether it's education not just in in new york but not just in new york or uh-huh. other related issues because at the end a lot of it's interrelated um but we're going to keep having more of these conversations uh, uh down the line too because it's important and we really need everyone to the best of their ability on deck and engage and active um yeah squat up
0: <laughs> so absolutely thank you, thank you no, my pleasure thank today. you for having me on anytime